Hi. In the 1980s, I had a dream about Russia. And in the dream, I was standing next to the Russian leader, and it was Canada. I was in Canada, and he had just taken over Canada. He had, I guess, won the war against Canada, in some way had captured Canada. And he was burning the books. And by burning the books, I mean he was burning the Bible, he was burning the Quran, he was burning the Torah. And in the dream, I was told that Canada would become a communist country and that the only church that would be allowed to be left open would be the Anglican Church. If you weren't a member of the Anglican Church when the takeover took place, you couldn't join it afterwards. All the other churches were closed. It was just the Anglican Church was all that was left open. The one that these Russians, let's just put it this way, it's the ones the Russians chose in my dream as the only religion to leave open, the only church to leave open. And I would assume their reasons, reasoning for that would be it's the, you know, it's just a ritualistic church, like the one that, that Putin goes to. It's kind of a, it's Christian, but it's very ritualistic. It's not particularly Holy Spirit oriented, if you know what I mean. The gifts of the spirit, the, the tongues, the healing, you know, healing in the name of Jesus, casting out devils in the name of Jesus. That's not the kind of church it is. That's what I'm trying to say. Now, recently, about maybe two weeks ago, I had another dream. And in the I've had several dreams about Russia. But this dream, two weeks ago, the dream said that our leaders had sold us out to Russia. That's the dream. Our leaders have sold us out to Russia. And after the dream, I tried to figure out, well, who who are our our leaders? I live in Canada, so that would definitely mean Canada's leaders and the United States and right around the globe. But this morning it occurred to me, maybe it's also all our leaders around the globe have sold us out to Russia. And I would have thought China. But then China and Russia are military allies, along with Iran and North Korea. And so they're all in it together. But why Russia? Well, maybe Russia will turn out to be the military power that is the strongest in the world, because I can't see China backing down when they could have a country. I mean, we have the resources over here. Let's, if you look at Canada from the, in the United States even, but Canada from the sky, it's just trees with a few little, you see a, see a few bright spots where there were some cities like Montreal and Ottawa and maybe Vancouver and, and Toronto, did I say Toronto? Um, anyway, you'd see the cities and uh, most of it would just be trees. It's, we've got lakes, we've got fresh water. You know, Europe is running out of water. Boy, wouldn't the communists like to just control all the resources of the world, get it all together under their control, say who gets what food, who gets what water. So anyway, maybe all our leaders have sold us out. Now, I've had this, I had this dream about Russia becoming, or Canada becoming a communist country, you know, years ago in the 80s. And I've been praying about it ever since, and I still see it happening. I still see that all the prayer I put in hasn't really stopped this thing. And it seems like we're right in the middle of it right now. I and mean, you could say we're under the, we're already at the war and that, you know, I'm just going to say it's safe and effective because that's all you're allowed to say. If we were going to create a science fiction plot for a movie, wouldn't it be a great plot to have a takeover of a country to start by injecting the population with something that, shall we say, would over time slowly injure them or kill them? Wouldn't it make the takeover of that country so much easier in time? Because there'd be nobody to fight back. I mean, if 
you injected the military and the frontline workers and most of the population and the children, who's going to launch a counterattack against the foot soldiers when they arrive? In this movie, this uh, conspiracy theory science fiction movie that we're creating here. It's such a great thing that it's so safe and effective because, you know, if it wasn't safe and effective, we'd be in real big trouble, wouldn't we? I posted a video about another dream that I had, which was a full-blown invasion. And I figured out it was 2025, or that's what I thought the dream was leading me towards. A full-blown invasion by 2025. And if that was a prophetic dream, that's not far off. This is 2022, middle of 2022 right now. There is a Pastor Dana Coverstone who's on YouTube. You can look him up. And he had um, some dreams about invasions from Chinese soldiers, UN soldiers, Russian soldiers on U.S. soil. And his, his dream, I think, was called Brace Yourself, or maybe his video was called Brace Yourself for What's Coming. And he feels that's prophetic. And I think it's prophetic. I've been looking for this communist takeover since the 80s, and I, I see evidence of it everywhere, because I guess that's what I'm looking for. And it seems that my prayers for all these years have not stopped this from coming. Maybe it's delayed it. But it hasn't stopped it. It seems to me like we're heading straight into this thing. I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. I think I had prophetic dreams, and I think there's more going on in the world with Russia than meets the eye. And I think that what's happening in Ukraine could be happening here by 2025. You know, wars happen throughout history. They happen. They, as a matter of fact, I don't think there's ever been a time in history where there, where there wasn't a war going on somewhere. And eventually there seems to be major world wars. And those have been going on since mankind began populating the planet. So it's not unheard of. And it's something you can expect over time. So my prayers by myself have not worked to stop this thing. And I, I would ask that you pray. If you're a Christian, I just ask that you would pray that this thing would, would not happen, that we would not have to live under a communist regime in Canada or the United States or anywhere in the world where there's democracy, that we would remain free, that God would keep us free and protect us. Because maybe it takes a lot of people to wake up and pray the prayer. Because if we, if God doesn't change this thing, we're going, we're walking straight into it. I think we're going to be a communist country, maybe a communist globe if the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab have their, have their way. They really want a global reset where none of us will have anything. That's what I hate about communism. It's all, let's all be desperately poor together. Nobody can have anything. Why can't we all be desperately rich together? Why do we have to be poor? Why can't they have you know, everybody have more instead of less. It's just so poverty-stricken, awful lifestyle that nobody wants to live. Everybody wants things. It's human nature to want things and to have things and, and to have hope of a better future and more in your future. I mean, why would you have a crappy car when you could have a better car? And why would you have a little tiny crappy house when you could have a nice house? Maybe Why would you want a leaky roof when you could have a great house with a nice roof? Why would you want, you know bad food when you could afford better food? Why would you want old clothes when you could have better clothes? It's human nature.
to want more and better. And it's God's nature to bless us and want us to have more. And he has the provision. He has the abundance. And it's just mankind who have taken all of that and made it, you know, they've made it into something else. They've they put a stranglehold around us in a way with their whole system, which deprives us of freedoms. And it seems to be clamping down and closing in on us taking more and more of our freedoms and people people are almost in agreement with it because they're watching they've given their mind over to the mainstream media i don't even have to ask some people what they what they think i already know most people watch the mainstream media you already know what they think about everything they don't understand that they've been manipulated into thinking what they think but they have and there's no point in even having a conversation because they're so sure that they're right because they've been you know, told to think that way. It's very hard to have a conversation with people like that. You can't change their mind because on top of what they've been told, they've been brainwashed to think anything else is a is coming from a conspiracy theory and a nut bar and it's wacko stuff and steer clear of it. Dangerous people would tell you something other than what you're being brainwashed to believe. So it takes serious program deep programmers. You can't just break into that kind of brainwashing. You have to it takes, remember they used to kidnap people out of cults, kidnap them, and they have to keep them somewhere for months while they reprogram their brains. These people are MK Ultra, MK Ultra brainwashing techniques in spades, so you're not going to get too far. I don't know how they're going to wake up. They should have never given their minds over to the devil and to this, you know, propaganda I don't know why they, I guess they just didn't know any better and they're controlled. If they don't have Jesus and they don't have God, they don't have the wisdom to know to protect their mind and they don't value the truth. If you don't value the truth, then maybe you, you know, if you don't value the truth more than anything, then you might let your mind go into these places where you're going to be told stuff that is not true or at least stuff that is invested interests. Vested interests want you to believe a particular way and that's it. And I find that, that you can't break through. And because you can't break through, what's the point except to pray? So I'm asking you now to please pray that our country, Canada, and that the United States and the countries around the globe will be protected from communism and that freedom will continue to reign. Please pray that the hearts of the leaders of the world would be softened and that their eyes would be open so they could see they're blinded by Satan, ask that God will open their eyes so they can see what they're walking into and what they're getting us all into. They could be completely convinced they're doing the right thing and they're doing the wrong thing. And in many cases, that could be the truth. They need to be delivered from Satan. So please pray that their eyes will be open, that their hearts will be softened, and that the devil will be chopped off of them at the root that he will no longer be allowed to influence them and that they get saved and that they get enlightened in the name of Jesus. Please pray. It's very serious. I do think we will be living in a communist country under the repression of Russia. Anyway, please pray. This is quite serious. This could be our future. And if God doesn't deliver us, this will be our future because it is up to him. And he, he and, I, and our prayers, we can put Satan in his place and we have to pray against Satan. We have to pray against these plots. He'll he'll find a way to destroy our freedom, to destroy Christianity. He's always attacking Christianity. So there's no surprise there. 
we have to pray for the protection of our freedoms in democracy because that is where we find our right to our religions, right to association, right to all the things that we are allowed under our constitution, pray for the constitution to be upheld in the name of Jesus. So it's very serious, folks, in my opinion. I do think this is prophetic, and I think we're walking straight into communism. What happened with the Freedom Convoy, I don't want to get into that because there's people brainwashed into thinking that was so wrong. I've heard people say things like, it was so wrong what those uh, Freedom Convoy people did. They didn't do anything except exercise their right to protest, but they've been it's been turned into something else with propaganda. And as far as I know, terrorist groups don't do things like have bouncy castles for little kids and where people feel so safe that they can bring their kids and they don't sweep the streets and they don't clean the garbage and they don't uh, put shovel snow and they don't put salt on the snow. I mean, that's that just doesn't strike me as any terrorist group, okay? And some people in Parliament were saying things like there was a case of rape. You know what? That was an outright lie. And it turned out that it was an outright lie. They just made it up. There was no accusations of rape. Just something they said to smear the enemy, you know. Like uh, calling them Nazis because some agitator walked through with a, a Nazi sign, a Nazi flag. I mean, every protest there ever was down in the States, there was violent. It was a peaceful protest until the violent idiots showed up. So what's it, what's different? So an idiot showed up with a with a Nazi flag. So what? And I heard also that the guy that showed up was saying, do you want this to be the flag over Canada? He was actually against the flag, somebody said. But I, I doubt that. I think it was probably he was an agitator just thrown in there to send him down there to make them all look like a bunch of Nazis. And some woman in Parliament said she stood up and actually had the nerve to say, honk, honk means hail Hitler. And that what they were doing down there was honk, honk, hail Hitler. That they were all a bunch of Nazis. And the millions of Canadians who stood on the overpasses, and I mean millions, you count how many overpasses there are from the East Coast coming to Ottawa and the West Coast coming to Ottawa. There's probably hundreds of thousands of them. And on every one of those, there was, you know, some people standing there. Some of them had thousands of people standing there as the convoy, truck convoy went by. And then the mainstream media began their, you know, propaganda meals. Anyway, this is a bugaboo. I don't want to really get too much into this. It's nothing to do with Russia, but it is to do with how our country is not really very free anymore. And actually, just before Trudeau did his Emergencies Act magic trick, I had a, a vision or a dream of Trudeau just standing and looking at the Freedom Convoy. And he said to himself as he looked at them, he said, it's too bad they can't keep their illusion forever. So we're living under an illusion, possibly, that we live in a democratic country when really maybe we don't, because what happened there was not at all uh, democratic activity. It wasn't even legal, I don't think. Uh, I think there were certain things that that Emergency Act had to be fulfilled. You know, had to be fulfilled for that to be right. He canceled, Trudeau canceled Parliament on Friday so they couldn't vote. And then over the weekend, he did all his stuff with the Emergency Act. And then by next week, they didn't need it anymore, did they? They didn't need a vote. By the time it got to the Senate, it was all over. And they were, it turned out they were all going to vote against it anyway. So, you know, I guess Trudeau's of the, the theory. 
you know, if you ask and they say no, then you can't do it. But if you don't ask, you just go ahead and do it. You know, too late. You got what you wanted, though. So he got what he wanted. But it wasn't a democracy in action. It was very, very restrictive, repressive. I'm sure it frightened him to see all those truckers come forward and say, you know what, maybe maybe we don't want to be forced to take a jab that could injure or murder us or kill us. And that jab, you know, even if you're one in 10,000, if you're the one in 10,000 that has a comorbidity or that has the injury or that dies or your son or your child dies, or your husband or your wife dies, do you really want to take a chance? And under normal circumstances, maybe you wouldn't want to take a chance. But of course, it's safe and effective. So what am I saying here? Things I'm not allowed to because you're not allowed to discuss the science. Science is no longer, you know, science. It's just a propaganda mill. The science is whatever they say the science is. So anyway, back to what I was saying about Russia. Russia is going to be, I think, taking over this country and, and uh, United States and maybe every country in the world. And it looks like our leaders are doing everything to agitate Russia into a world war. And maybe they're already communists and they're just like, he's their friend and come on in. We'll tell you where the submarines are and where the missiles are and just come right in. It's their plan. And let's, let's imagine if you went over to Russia or to China or North Korea, maybe while you're there, they brainwash you in your sleep. MK Ultra brainwashing. Send in a signal. They come back. Nice little communist converts. That could be happening too. So anyway, please pray because I do not want to live in a communist country and I'm pretty sure you do not want to live in one either. Whether you realize it or not, it would be horrible because you have no rights. And you, if you have no belongings and no rights, you might as well just give up. There's no reason to live because when you're down and out, is no life at all. It's no life at all to be down and out. It's not a life. Anyway, please join with me in praying for our leaders to have their hearts softened, their eyes open, for Satan to be broken off of them, and for this communist plot to be blocked and stopped, because there'll be nothing but unhappiness in the world when people have nothing. And they're certainly not going to be happy if they get invaded and a whole bunch of people end up dying, like in Ukraine. So let's pray hard and long for this not to happen in our countries. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye. God bless you. If you can have a great day with that knowledge, have a great day. Until next time, bye.